Hello, you're listening to Brizzle Kicks. I am Coops. And I'm Pat. And this is your friendly Bristol football podcast. Um, talking about everything Rovers and City related, but also a little bit about the other football. Tonight, we've got the FA Cup on, Arsenal Man City. The, the Cup of Dreams, as they say, the domestic Cup of Dreams. Uh, it's been a good Friday night, hasn't it? Well, it's nil-nil. You know, old-fashioned football like this. This is proper. This is, this is what dreams are made of. Chinese on the table, few beers, Arsenal Man City on, on the box. What, is it Chinese have you got chips? Of course, the Chinese with chips. That's such a Bristol thing to do. That chips, if you're. Were you not? Um, were you not particularly in the chip kind? I already of... started having chips on my sh- on my Chinese takeaway after I came to Bristol. Well, I am so glad that we've made your life better, in in many ways. Um, well, it's a pleasure. To, it's a pleasure to introduce you to the chip to the Chinese. I'm sure this is not your first chip to the Chinese. Uh, no, no, no. It's a sta- now it's a staple. Yeah, yeah, well, absolutely, and rightly so, and, and, and yeah, yeah, and rightly so. And a chip, uh, again, goes with most things. Um, most takeaways, you have a chip, right? You think, you think of your Champions League of takeaways. You're, well, look, you've got your Chinese, you've got your Indian, you've got your pizza, and you've got your fish and chips, right? I mean, one of them, it's in, it's in the title, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the other three, all of them you can accompany with chips. Maybe the Rolls Royce of sides, yeah, um, even the modern takeaways, like the Greek takeaways, and now put chips in the... In the wraps, in the, in the kebabs, in everything. Yeah. You know, chips are really are a Rolls Royce, um, but overrated in my opinion. Very versatile. Chips. Versatile, but overrated. Um, but that's just my opinion. I'm not even going to go into it. Uh, out of the top four Champions League, pick pick your best takeaway. Chinese. Chinese. Easy. Yeah. Versa- does a lot. Yeah. Different flavours. Absolutely. Great for a Friday night and football. Fantastic. Yeah, and it has gone down an absolute storm, although we are very full. Um, Let's get into it. Let's get into this. Right then, probably should start with Hot Off The Press and it's on some menu. 12 million, is it? Uh, I think we're looking more like nine million, mate, plus add-ons. Mm. Uh, that's what was last said. Um, yeah, yeah, it is. It was meant to be, wasn't it? One of them was going to go this summer, um, uh, this uh, January, sorry. And I think it was probably always going to be Semenya. You can never turn down a lad to go and play in the Premier League, albeit only for three more months. <laughs> <laughs> City selling their best players. Same old, mate, same old. But uh, we have players to sell and that's sort of testament to the club. And, and I can understand why people are upset about it. People are starting to think we're just constantly selling our best players. But we're, we're a mid-table championship side. The whole idea is that we are creating players. If I'm a player and I play for Bristol City from the age of, I don't know, 14 right I go into the academy uh, and then I get get to my club and I hear a bit of interest and it's from Premier League um, Premier League teams I'm going to go no matter how much I like it Premier League teams. Uh, questionable but at the end of the day with with parachute payments Solanke's out injured which means that he might be able to go straight into the squad and not have to sort of flitter about and hope for a chance 
um, he might go straight in and, and, and the form he's in as we speak, you know, um, I think it's five goals in six games. Um, at the moment, he, he's been he's been brilliant, and I'd go and I'd go in a heartbeat. The parachute payments also suggest that he'd be back up uh, the season after, so it's it's the right move. Simple as that. Uh, I actually wish him all the best. To be fair, because he's he was a good player. How very kind of you, isn't it? And I bet he's listening to this thinking <laughs> I'm definitely going to play well thanks to Pat. Um, yeah, no, it's right, and you can take the piss as much as you want, but. Um, what what do you so, think? What how do you feel from a, from a gas head? What what, what do you... looking at Semenya going? It's, um... Apart from obviously you don't really care, <laughs> but but he's a, a it's a, could be a quite a tough second half of the season for City. I tend to agree. Uh, I think we need to bring in at least two more. Um, we're looking at um, Cornick from Luton. Um, you, only stolen players off Luton already we took Naismith and they really weren't happy about that but at the end of the day when you take a club's player of the season uh, they're always not going to be happy are they um, Luton were really so I saw it I think it was like TalkSport or somewhere put it out to say that we were sort of inquiring about Cornick and having a look and maybe going to put a bid in uh, and Luton were kind of saying, why would he go there? Smaller club, smaller fan. And I think if Luton Town are calling you a small club, <laughs> um, you've really got <laughs> you've really got to have it's a look, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Luton. I don't really like Luton fans. Does, does anybody like Luton? I just think it's so insular, Luton. There's not really a lot going on, is there? The only thing they've got is that awful, dilapidated stadium that they try and sort of pass off as charming. Um, <laughs> they've got that awful stand on the side, which is just boxes. Yeah, and cheap easy jets flights to Alicante, I suppose. Luton's airport isn't too bad. No, it's got a decent airport. Yeah. Awful place. It is literally just apologies an airport. Apologies to anyone from Luton that may be listening. No apologies at all. Move, that's what I say. No, that's it. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that that's it, and I hope we bring someone in, and, <laughs> and obviously, otherwise, yeah, we are looking really quite threadbare up top. Um, no, Alex Scott could be gone. Alex Scott has said that he's staying until the summer. Yeah, that 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 means everything. Well, he he said, doesn't he? When since when has anybody ever lied? Uh, no, he's not going anywhere. Um, I think we were in danger with Semenya of becoming a bit like Blackburn and holding on to that Brewers and like that that Diaz they've got. They were holding out for like twenty five million for Diaz, and actually he hasn't hit that much form this season, and 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 teams aren't really looking at him, and he's looking to go in for Villa Villarreal for for next to nothing when he's out of contract. So he cashed in on Semenya. If, if his name wasn't Diaz, wouldn't be half as good. If he didn't just throw the Diaz on the end mm-hmm. of his name, I'm not sure what would happen. Um, but with Alex Scott, I think we've got a genuine gem. The your likes of like your Lloyd Kellys and your Semenos and like your your Bryans, your Bobby Reeds, um, those kind of players, um they're they're kind of they will always be your Bournemouth Norwiches, to be completely honest with you. Semenyo is not going to go to a top four club and he's not going to cement himself in, in, in the Garnet Garnet side. Yo yo player. Yeah, yeah, he'll go he'll go to a few clubs. He'll be in and around the Prem. Um, he's he's obvious at this stage anyway. I'm saying at this stage, who knows? He might kick on. Alex Scott, on the other hand, will genuinely captain England, <laughs> <laughs> and you can laugh as much as you want. I think he is he is so talented. He's absolutely brilliant. I think that the, the, the bit, sky is his it's limit. It's just a bit of a big shout saying captain England, not just play for England. Do you think he's going to captain it? Well, has he shown any leadership qualities? Um, 
No, not really. So uh, why are the captain shows? I'm not being funny, mate. At the age at the age of um, 21. Does he play for the England have, Yeah, yeah, he won the Euros with them. Oh, yeah. He's a he's an absolute. He is a genuine gem that we will hold out for 20 million for. Um, just got to hope that he's still in form. But I mean, uh, how, that, how old is he? His teams. He's 21 years of age. He should be in the Premier League by now. He's absolutely fantastic. Spurs are looking at him. Um, Wolves were looking at him. There's some big clubs there looking at him and I think we'll be able to get 20 million out. Now that's the gem. That's the one that you cannot let let go of. The Semenya one feels a bit small time. Depends on who we bring in before Tuesday. The Euro is absolutely uh, destroying Semenya. Destroying? Saying he wasn't good enough. Uh, I think his like his output hasn't been that good. I think he has all the attributes to be some of the, one of the one of the best in the, in the championship and really set the prem alight. Really, he could he could be brilliant. I just think his output hasn't been that great. That's where I slam him. So you get thirty million. What what would the club do anything with that? Or uh, well, they'll probably pay off a bit more of the stadium. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now you'd like to think they'd reinvest. Um, we're also just trying to get wages down and things that, like that. They'll probably so. get a, a nice new uh, sort of back for Bristol Bears, won't it? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, they got, might get themselves a new post or something. Um, no, look, it, if he reinvests into the team, I think it's, it's brilliant business and we just hope that we can build on it, really. So, you don't go to many games. What would get uh, you to go down to the game? What, what sort of signing would, would get you to go, right, I'm going to go and watch City? Honestly? Yeah. Like realistically, like obviously you could go Lionel Messi, but you want a realistic signing. Yeah, on the spot a bit, but um, who's got Giroud? Uh, AC Milan, isn't it? Is he playing? Uh, not too clued up on on uh, any football really, which is a bit shocking. That it's a football podcast. Yeah, well, I mean, he played in the World Cup. I think he plays for AC Milan quite a bit. He did do quite well. He's probably doing quite well at AC Milan, isn't he? But you could probably get Giroud for thirty million, couldn't you? I think that's pretty pretty overpaying. He's like thirty-five. Do you reckon you could get Giroud for twenty million? Yeah, I think it's probably less than that. Olivier Giroud would get me a season ticket, a hundred percent. One a hundred percent. I'd go and watch Giroud. You quit your manager job, mate. This is mate. This is absolutely ridiculous. Giroud is on five goals, four assists for AC Milan. So he's not um, realistic, is he? No, he's having an absolute blinder. Um, but obviously... Just, just playing the World Cup final. Well, uh, it's hard to say. All right, David then fine. James playing, playing the World Cup. Let's, in go for the Eng- Let's go for the English Giroud, Andy Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's hard to say, isn't it? I, I, it's hard to say what kind of signing we'd like to bring in. Um, it has to be a quick winger that can score goals um, yeah it's hard to say There's, do you know what it's not a player that will get me down Ashton Gate it will never be a player it will be us winning games consecutively um, and, and a decent atmosphere down there they've killed the atmosphere down there for years the singing section's a waste of time everyone's t- so so here's what's happening at Ashton so, so this week at Ashton Gate um, the singing section um, I heard about this. Against Birmingham, a lot of them decided, well, this is rubbish, right? Yeah. We're nowhere near the away fans. We can't hear them. They can't really hear us. There's, there's a full-length pitch going on here. It's just the atmosphere is dying a little bit. 
let's go down the, the, the Dolman Block A. So by all accounts against Birmingham, right, a load of them went down to Block A, bought a load of tickets, I think they sold the whole block, block out, which is the one closest to the away fans. Um, atmosphere was good. We scored four goals at home, Coops, which... <laughs> when was the last time he scored four goals at home? I actually cannot tell you the last time he scored four goals at home. Um, I would even go as far <laughs> to say that it's probably under the Cottrell era. Um, uh, actually, I'll take it back. We scored four against Huddersfield when we unveiled Matty Taylor on the pitch at halftime. So uh, I remember that one. Um, and yeah, they all went down there. And then a club statement went out basically saying uh, you cannot kick, obviously, season tickets out their seats. And a lot of season ticket holders in Block A were quite guess, angry. And it's completely fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so I think open the Atio, split it half and half. Same as it was when we were redeveloping it. The Atio, um, the Atio stand when I was a season ticket holder um, when we were half and half with the away fans was absolutely brilliant. Um, and yeah, I think I think we should bring that back, bring a bit more atmosphere back because at the moment it really does feel a little bit sort of dross down at Ashton Gate. At, at the moment or just usually? It's just kind of over the, over a few months, over, over maybe a couple of seasons, it's just kind of the, the atmosphere has really dropped down. Um, and football hasn't helped that either. We're not winning all the time, but actually, it does feel a little bit more corporate and a little bit more kind of not tailored towards the the the, the noise making fan. Let's say. How many times have you been this season? Uh, I've been four times. This oh, season. Thought, yes, it's enough. That's, 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 that, that makes your argument credible. Yeah, well, it just makes <laughs> me think that I don't want to spend my money going down there on a Saturday afternoon. Um, when I'd rather sort of watch the results come in and, and you know, have a few beers. From the comfort instead. of your own home. From the comfort of my own home, that's exactly it. Um, should we move on to the gas, mate? Yeah. It's been quite a big it's been quite a big couple of weeks for the gas. They've had kind of national news thrown at them, right? Yeah, they, they have, yeah. The, obviously, the Nick Anderton shaving the head uh, in support of him. I think it's up to £42,000 now. That's brilliant. And obviously... Bristol City tomorrow. Um, hopefully, this goes out on time, but uh, unlikely. Unlikely, but um, yeah, we're uh, there's obviously a, a bucket collection. Um, Rovers, fan, Rovers, Rovers fans are going down to collect. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it does show the power of what actually we can do. Forty-two grand, mine. That'll get you a new stand, won't it? <laughs> Probably would, yeah. Yeah. Or, so if both teams come together <laughs> to get you a nice stand, we'll start raising money for a new tent. <laughs> yeah. Raising money for some new tent poles, but um, but no, look, I watched a video of of all the the players down in um down at the barber barber Conveniently shop. a Bristol City fan was a barber. Bristol City Didn't fan. Didn't shave his own head though. Well, well, he's not going to shave his own head, is he? Why? Well, he's a barber. Yeah, I didn't see the other barber not shave his head either. True. Um, and I haven't seen notice that you haven't shaved your head, Coops. After my holiday. After your holiday, and when did you go on holiday? Uh, two weeks. Can I just? Are you sure? No. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, mate, if it, if you were to get your haircut, it would be the last one you ever have. <laughs> that is the worry. <laughs> so, yeah. But, no, it, really important, obviously, um, go and support that if, you, if you're but, a City fan that Ashton Gate tomorrow, please. Yeah, but I thought it would be Rovers' first game as Bristol Razors tomorrow. Bristol Razors. That's what they're calling themselves. Yeah, nice. I have but, to say... On the training ground this week and last week, it must be really difficult. Yeah, well, there was, uh, there was an interview with the assistant Andy Mangan. You're right. He said he was struggling to tell the difference between different players. Yeah. So it could give us a that little advantage over the opposition. An advantage over the opposition or a disadvantage? Do you think? Why disadvantage? 
Uh, well, because Joey's Joey's obviously on the sidelines shouting whatever rubbish he's oh, shouting, and he's Joey Bart with a skinhead as well. Yeah, he's. I mean, a skinhead that. If there's one bloke in this <laughs> in this whole country that doesn't need a skinhead, it's Joey Barton, to be fair to it. But it, might, it would be quite intimidating up against the Joey Barton team full of skinheads, with Joey Barton on the sideline as a skinhead as well. I think this is going to be sort of the resurrection of like the 80s, isn't it? Uh, and they're all turning up in monkey boots and uh, bomber jackets and Ben Sherman, Ben Sherman check shirts. The new, ma- the new match day tracks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they've got braces on and they're all listening to Scar as they walk in. Like, yeah, it could be good. No, no. Um, yeah, all obviously worthwhile and worthwhile cause. Any signings? Anything on football, mate? Yeah, we've actually signed a few players. But what, like, We've signed a guy from Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, first teamer. Okay. Yeah. What's his name? Mohamed Salad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we signed a goalkeeper, which is surprising because our goalkeeper was player of the year last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but also, what the other thing I was thinking, like, if you're new player coming into Rovers at the moment, mm. it's going to be a bit of social pressure to shave your head. Do you think there's a do you think there's a player out there that's been offered Bristol Rovers and yeah. has turned it down because he doesn't want to shave his head? Yeah, Todd, maybe Todd Cantwell. <laughs> he, he likes his head, doesn't he? Todd Cantwell. Yeah. You think Todd Cantwell has had a look at the gaps yeah, and pretty... thought, I would have I would have gone, Joey, honestly, <laughs> mate, but I just can't get rid of me locks. Yeah, fair point. Fair it, would, point. it would be quite intimidating for him to, to come into. I mean, if there's one thing to say about Barton is he gets quite an intimidating side anyway. That's right. um, so then have them shaving their heads. All they need is a teardrop tattoo and I'm not sure the other team would turn it's, it, it's It's obviously a great thing and it's raising great words for soccer AM and all sorts, but it's going to become a bit of like a, a bit culty, I think, because the Rovers game was called off at the weekend, but they had they had free uh, hair shaving parlours set up where you donate and you get your head shaved. So just imagine like... Thousands of football fans. Well, I wouldn't go as far as thousands, but uh, but however many turn up t- tomorrow, <laughs> I, there's a lot of there's a lot of sort of fifteen, sixteen, seventeen year old lads who are going to come home to their mum and dad after a f- after four or five Thatcher's goals after a day at the football with a shaved head, and they are going to get grounded for weeks. Uh, and yet you'll see a drop off in fans. I'll tell you that you'll see a drop off. You get uh, if you change your head and you get a score, you get told off, don't you? A lot of a lot of schools have a policy. Yeah, yeah I'd so imagine. Why if you turn up again, I've raised, I've shaved my head for Nick Anderson to raise raise money for awareness for bone cancer. Yeah, well, I think. Um, yeah, I think that has to be a fair enough. There'll be a lot being sent home, but yeah, I can tell you now there's going to be some shock mum and dads the next, the next time they're allowed to come back from Rovers. Would you shave your hair off? Would I shave my hair off? Um, uh, I I wouldn't, no, I don't think I would. Um, obviously, if I was in a team and if work dictated, I, I would think about it. Um, but yeah, my work wouldn't, uh, wouldn't be too happy, I don't think. But yeah, no, apart from it'd be quite like, quite a month at Rovers from apart from that really mm. so uh, obviously everything is keeping Aaron Collins at the gas yeah yeah uh, and let's hope that Bristol City don't come in with that 12 million well he shaved his head now and he so he's yeah. stuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just quickly frozen pitches obviously the Rovers game called off last week they called it off on the Friday <laughs> at three o'clock uh, do you think they could have done more to thaw the pitch maybe get some heaters in 
do you think they could have maybe put another post on Facebook for help? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, what kind of things could, could Gas could have done, mate? If the pitch is frozen, it's frozen, isn't it? Can you not heat it, the pitch? It, it did feel, like when I saw it on the Friday, it did feel like... A little bit of tin pot. Bit, bit, bit premature. A bit early, yeah. I understand, right? So so this is really interesting. Um, obviously, with the weather, it's not, I think this is going to be it for the rest of the time. It gets frozen, right? It just... It, that's the nature of grass. Mm. Um... To call that off that early at that level of football is, uh, especially when only kind of three, four miles away a game was going ahead on grass uh, in BS3. Um, I don't really understand why. Was it? Yeah, yeah. We were both at home last week, were we? We were both at home, yes. Uh, Which is probably why they also called it off. Um, But yeah, and it's happening at all kinds of levels. And obviously the lower down you get, I completely understand that grounds... Men are haven't got the ability to to fix a pitch overnight. Of course not. But tell you what, that 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 groundsman down at Cainshaw needs to do a bit more work, doesn't he? <laughs> he needs to put some drainage in. I'll tell you that. Anyway, I don't, this is obviously <laughs> obviously a mat. Yeah. So obviously with all the all the rainfall we had, um, it is literally six feet under deep. The local rugby lads are out on the jet skis. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm surprised that hasn't got more coverage. Uh, yeah, well, I was think it, BBC I, I, picked it up a bit, but I drove past it and it was like a. Like a it's a fishing lake now. Yeah, mate. yeah it's an absolute it's fishing like, lake. Like the crossbar, it's just the water was up slightly near the crossbar. Yeah, yeah, um, it's an actual shame, really, because obviously Kingsham that's going to cost a lot of money for both clubs. Uh, so yeah, thoughts are with them, but um, if you fancy a game of water polo <laughs> anytime soon, diversification boys. maybe let's just sell the space mm. for some water activities to fund the. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Put us kind of total wipeout style course up there. Um yeah. there's some real there's some real money making schemes. Some wild swimming. There. Wild swimming. Loads of people are doing that around Bristol. Jet skiing. Banana boats. Banana boats. It could be like the, <laughs> the Costa del Cainsham, mate. <laughs> that's, that's it. The Costa del Cainsham. Because you've got two beaches, because you've also got fries yeah. that is also underwater. You could have a real Kind of, yeah, banana boats, parasailing, you get to see all over the ring road. <laughs> you see some yachts down there soon, just if <laughs> <laughs> you like the Monaco of Bristol, mate. Right, yeah, I think I think you're onto something. Maybe we sort of pump so much money into it that the ring road becomes like Formula One track and we really go down the Monaco route. Um Imagine that. Monaco, Singapore, Cainsham. Cainsham, yeah, yeah, and all these sort of like billionaires turn up on their yachts. I think um yeah, so obviously that's affected that pitch. That's an all-weather pitch, <laughs> which is an all-weather pitch. Um, but but Frozen, what time should you call off? A, I think Rovers were too early. I think a load of games are called off too late. Um, I mean, you saw the, the women's game on well, Sunday, was which a, was laughable. Was a... <laughs> an absolute howler from whoever kicked that game off. That referee should be sacked for that. Um, what, what possessed them to go and kick the game off? I cannot understand. And did you see the clips of them falling over? It's like a, it was an ice rink. It, like, it doesn't it, like with where the women's game is at the moment. It doesn't really help it, does it? It the women's game is going to take a lot of people to shift their mindset by letting them sort of get a five-minute compilation video of them falling over yeah. and slipping up. It's just not going to help. Someone's it. put the fast forward one, and someone's put the Benny Hill music on it. Exactly, yeah. and. Uh, <laughs> And the FA have got a lot to answer for that because they've directly caused that. They've influenced that completely. Um, but yeah, uh, what? when's the right time to call a game off, Coops? In the morning. In the morning. Like before people travel. Yeah, so, yeah. So, like 9am. Uh, but 
Rovers and Wickham was a weird one because you'd understand if it was like Rovers versus Carlisle where they're leaving it like they might be door. staying down for the weekend and things like that yeah absolutely like if it was Wickham it's only down the M4 yeah it's an odd odd choice to make obviously they just didn't have the help and didn't have the people around to, to make the game happen I'd say uh, but the um, but yeah I think it's the morning of the game around 9am if the pitch is frozen and the weather is got, that's, that was the thing with the women's games is that the pit as soon as the covers off, the and the like, cold weather hit the ground. It just refroze it. It just refroze, yeah. And uh, the it was didn't warm. The temperature was never going to warm up, so it was like you could easily just predict that this game should go on. It doesn't take a genius to work out if it's minus four at night. The next day, the ground's going to be rock hard. Yeah, um, but you know, games were on in Bristol, weren't they? It, what local games? Yeah. No, not many at all. With the downs on. No, of course not. The Downs. I thought the Downs play for anything. Yeah, to be fair, I've seen some bad pitches at the Downs. If anything, a bit of ice might have levelled them out. Uh, no, not many games at all, and a lot of them called off late, letting a lot of teams travel far, um, lots of costs to lower league teams. Um, yeah, yeah, sort it out, everybody. 9am, get it called off before anyone travels. Oh, yeah, Pat, Pat says so. So, City have just scored in the FA Cup, 1-0. Man against City. Arsenal. Yeah, goal from Ake. <laughs> Nathan Ake. Yeah. I think they took Rob Holden off. Oh, so our, our red card bet yeah. uh, is <laughs> out the window. I was looking pretty nailed on, which is probably why he got taken off. Yeah, yeah. But FA Cup fourth round this weekend. Obviously, you've got West Brom. Are you excited? It could be in the fifth round of the Magical Cup, as they say. Yeah, um, am I excited? I know, because I, I think we'll lose. But... Um, you know, to get to the fourth round's good. I'll be honest, and and, and I, I've said this to you before, and I hope, uh, uh, and I truly, truly mean this. The only thing that excites me about the FA Cup is the chance of drawing Bristol Rovers. Yeah. And every fucking year, <laughs> you decide not to bother, and you think, oh, we'll just go out and oh, and you bottle it again and again and again. You bottle the third round because you know there's a chance of playing us. I know that's we didn't it. Bottle it. We just lost to somebody. Who was it? You lost someone poor, didn't you? Was it Port Vale? Uh, someone in uh, a league below. Uh, I think. Oh, no, long league team. We lost to Boreham Wood. They're a good cup side, though. You can say what you want about Boreham Wood. Um, you shouldn't have lost to them, and you obviously bottled it. Hey, Boreham Wood are still in it. They are a good cup team. And they went all the way to the fifth round last year, didn't they? Well, yeah, yeah. But, they, you know. Do you think Boreham Wood described that as a giant killing? Or beating Bristol Rovers, <laughs> or do you think they went, ah, oh, well, we should have beaten them and we look good? No, because, well, yeah, of course it's a giant killer. There's three leagues that separate them. Yes. But they're probably they're used to, got, to be fair to them, they are quite used to giant killing now. They are, they are. So they probably thought that Bristol Rovers is probably not our biggest scalp we've taken in the last couple of years. Absolutely, they would have But it is that. another scalp. If it, that's, in my opinion, mate, they probably thought it was just another day at the office, thanks for that. I mean, who knocked you out of the Carabao Cup? You got absolutely blitzed by Lincoln, wasn't it? Say what you want, mate. Lincoln, again, good cup team. <laughs> uh, as you know, under, under Danny Cowley, who took them very far uh, under the Cowley. So, in the FA Cup. Anyway, back to FA Cup. None of this slander. Um, am I interested? Not really. Are you? you're interested while you're in it like it was disappointing getting knocked out especially when you're a team in a league where you're not going to go down and you know Rose are flirting with playoffs a little bit but you're not expected to compete in the top six Yeah. so 
the cup is sort of the the one thing we have. We had the obviously the Mickey Mouse cup as well, the Johnson's paint or whatever it's called now, Papa John's or like the fact you're calling cup. it a Mickey Mouse trophy. Obviously, that's coming from someone who's never won that, <laughs> uh, and we've won it twice. But um, and we 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 look like we we weren't too far from Wembley in that one either. So no, no. When uh, I say either, we're not we're nowhere near Wembley. We're, nowhere, <laughs> we're not too far from Wembley either. Um, no, look, the FA Cup it has its magic moments. I love watching the early rounds of the FA Cup at this stage. At this stage, watching Arsenal Man City on a Friday night, what a waste of time this is. What a waste of absolute what, time. What, what I like is this time of year, the third round, the fourth round, where you get a team like Boreham Wood mm. and they're hosting someone like Arsenal. Or, no, not, not, not someone as good as Arsenal, but like someone bottom half Premier League team who absolutely go and shit themselves when they go down there. Last year, Leeds, um, Leeds versus, was it Stevenage? Yeah. Uh, Mark Wright was there, wasn't he? Yeah. And I just thought... I mean, that is what the FA Cup's about, yeah. isn't it? In, in, in a massive club like Leeds going to Stevenage in these tiny changing rooms. And it's a real leveller. Yeah. And that's why these scalps happen. I, I think it's brilliant because, um, you know, I guess if you're a player for the other team, you might want to go and experience what it's like there. But nine times out of ten, you're going to lose away from home. Just get a home tie against a good side. It is a real, it's a real leveller, actually. And it, it goes to show that on anyone's day... Realistically, anyone can beat anyone with, within the professional professional setup, right? Yeah. You don't want to be some foreign international player going down to Wilston uh, away on a on a Sunday morning no. to then be abused by the Wilston radio on the side by that from about two foot away. Exactly, exactly. So, and you have Wayne that, the pie eater in, in, <laughs> in the dugout, and you got all that going you don't on. Get you're that, playing, you don't you're get playing on three G with some bloke spitting at you, and it, yeah, I just love it. And you and they don't, and they're so far removed from that kind of level of football yeah. that when you put them in that situation, um, all right, they do quite well normally. But um, but but sometimes you do end up with an absolute scalp, and that's the magic of the FA Cup. Watching Arsenal Man City when they've dropped all that, and there are hundreds of millions of pounds and all of this rubbish. When they've got that. They dropped. They've rested players. Yeah, they're both resting players. It obviously shows that there there is no real. They want to win the game. It's oh. it's football, right? You want to win every game. It was, it was looking good when they had Rob Holden on the pitch. That was that was a bit of fun because yeah. Harland Holden was quite a quite a battle. <laughs> I wonder if you call it a battle it's more no. like a panic is there a longevity in the FA Cup as in are people eventually going to just say let's get rid of this well, not before the Carabao Cup but the FA Cup having a whole like Wrexham like, this is perfect for the, for the FA Wrexham going far in the FA Cup yeah they're getting this amazing US audience now yeah I wouldn't be surprised if something's going on there like there's a bit of inside job going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, let's, 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 let's give them this referee. Well, the BBC has picked up their game, obviously, for, for television. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's definitely it's, something. Uh, like, there's a ridiculous amount of people watch the Wrexham Coventry game in, this, in the US. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's mental, really. you got you got all this American audience watching National League football. It's quite interesting, and best of luck to Wrexham, to be honest. I would have liked to have seen Rob, Rob and... Um, the other bloke, Ryan Reynolds, I'd like to see them to go a bit lower. Wrexham were already quite a big side, weren't they, really? I'd have liked to see yeah, them yeah, down the downs with Racing Mouse FC and I want to see them take them from literally the bottom echelon of football to the Premier League. Can you get promoted out the Downs League? Of course you can. I thought it's like its own league. 
That's a very good point. Maybe not the Downs. That'd, that'd be a big mistake, wouldn't it? Well, then, yeah. Well, you you work your way up six, through the Downs. Six, six you, years through the Downs, he gets to get to the top of the league. And just you realize, then you, you got to stay you there. You, realize you can't get out. Of it. They've built a forty-five thousand seater <laughs> stadium on top of the Downs. No, um, yeah, I, don't, I would like to see them go lower. I knew, I know, I knew about Wrexham. I want to see them take someone really low. That's why I love, you know, Dorking right, Wonders. If, if, if you were a multi-billionaire, what team would you pick? If I, you know exactly what team I'd pick. Oh, oh. Um, if I was a multi-millionaire, I would probably, uh, what, down in kind of non-league football? Yeah. I'd like to see someone like Bristol Manor Farm. Well, you wouldn't pick Almondsbury. Well, of course I'd pick Almondsbury, <laughs> but um, I, I, more realistically, if I was a multi-millionaire, I'd like to take Manor Farm to the Premier League. Bristol Manor Farm, Premier League champions. Yeah, before City and Rover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be it. But yeah, look, the, mag- the magic of the FA Cup, you're not in it. Uh, we are. We were, um, we were in it. Well, everyone's in it. Um, yeah, and hopefully we we sort of beat West Brom and get through to the next round and get a nice big tie somewhere. Wood. Somewhere nice. <laughs> and then lose to Boreham Wood in the next round. We'll wrap this episode up, mate. Um, I've lost track now. What were we on? Was that episode three, episode two of season it, three? I don't know season one now. Whatever it was, we hope you enjoyed it. Um, we are going to try and do this more regularly, so obviously. <laughs> <laughs> If you're interested, drop us a tweet at BrizzleKicksPod. Or obviously send us an email, BrizzleKicksPod at gmail.com. Yeah, always do. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Right, and I guess bike. we'll see you whenever we see you. Ciao. Cheers.